Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here are the nominees for Large Market Station of the Year. KTMY-FM, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. WALK-FM, Long Island, New York. WTMJ-AM, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. WVKL-FM, Norfolk, Virginia. WKRQ-FM, Cincinnati, Ohio. And the Marconi goes to... KTMY FM, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. If we sound like we have got a little strut to our step today, that's because all of us updated our LinkedIn. We are Marconi Award winning radio hosts. And it's like best picture. Yes. This is a big one because. They say large market. That means every large market in the country. So we're competing against stations in New York, L.A. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is crazy. Well, and on top of that, they, they, we were sort of the, the Susan Lucci for a while. We, I think it, it was our sixth time getting nominated, and they had all been losses before for, uh, for my talk. And so uh, B. Arthur was hedging her bets yesterday. She was preparing to just be rocking in a corner at the end of the ceremony again yesterday afternoon. Um, but they also moved us out of the talk category where that's not exactly apples to apples, you know, like us against political talk radio stations, whatever. Then we get put into a much bigger category that has, I, I guess you would argue, even more competition. And we came out on top. So we have a, a, a virtual screening of this happening across the way. The Sea Monster says, I'm going to get a taco bar for everybody. Come over. We'll watch it live stream. And our, our friends at Score North. Uh, we're nominated. They're just down the hall in our building. If you don't know that, mm-hmm. KS95 is just across the hall from us. And they were nominated as well. So it was sort of a watch party. I get there 12 minutes into the Marconis. And I'm thinking the monologue will have just ended where they roast, you know, the Marconi president and yada, yada. Oh, by the time you got there, they've already gone through like 10, 12, 13 stations. They said, uh, <laughs> Dan Seaman, our big boss, said that... Um, Normally, that would take about three hours. That ceremony, it took 20 minutes yesterday. Yeah. So I get in at one uh, at 1.42. Someone's at the taco bar, and I said, what did I miss? And she was like, you won. You guys won. I was like, no, they already did? <laughs> I missed it? Donna, you were there in yeah. the moment. Tell us what the reaction was like at the My Talk oh table. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, as soon as they announced the... I was sitting with, like, who was I sitting with? I was sitting with Lex... Um, Liz from Sales, Sandy from Sales, uh, Amy, millennial, Amy millennial Hannah, Amy Daniels, aka B. Arthur, 
And it just, as soon as they announced the nominees in my head, I said, we won. I know we won. Oh, you had a psychic moment. Yes, and they went KTMY, and we all just jumped out of our chairs, and we're like, whoa! And we were hugging and crying, and it was just such a beautiful moment to experience that with everybody in the room, because it's, listen, this... This station is like the little engine that could, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I think I can, I think I can. And then you just keep missing it. Like you said, Steve, the Susan Lucci. And and, and this station was a a, a station that really other radio stations in this market never considered a contender. Right. It was sort of always locally. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, Donna, you've worked at other stations and you probably know, you know. Back in the day when my talk first started, you, you just thought, okay, that's that's great. That's cute that they're doing this little passion project. Right. Yeah. But it's not going to grow into a, a real big thing. And, and look it, at us today. Here we are, you know, what, yeah. some 15, 16 years later. And so uh, Ginny Morris, our, our big, big radio boss, you know, yeah, like if so you're happy. doing the, if it's the Russian doll situation, Ginny Morris is the biggest doll. The sea monster is the Russian doll inside of her. The Arthur is the Russian doll inside of her. (laughs) Then it's probably Jason and Alexis and Loj are the next smallest doll, and then the mid morning shows, uh, the the you know middle of the day shows. Us, Colleen and Bradley. But um, so exciting. Ginny Morris, she you know was really passionate. She has always been protective of my talk, and they mentioned this yesterday. You know, she she championed us through you know, peaks in many valleys to get to where we are today. And so there could have been other management in other places that just say, all right, we got to ditch this concept. It's time for a format switch. You ever turn on a radio station and then suddenly you had been hearing banjo music the day before and now you're hearing heavy metal. That's the dreaded mm-hmm. format switch when your job is suddenly gone overnight. Right. Never right. happened here. They just kept believing in it, believing in it. So I feel happy for for Ginny. I do too. For Dan, for Amy, who has just put like blood, sweat, and tears. And then I saw Julia um, over here yesterday and and she was so excited. And I was like, you guys should feel really proud today. Lori and Julia, because they they were the ones who paved the way on Mm -hmm. air in terms of this sort of a format. And they blazed that trail that has allowed the opportunities for the rest of us to come in and play around and yeah. talk about entertainment, pop culture, lifestyle stuff. Right. And so uh, it was cool. You could sense some real like pride that Julia was feeling of like, this is this is cool. This is big. It's big. It's really big. Very big. Yeah, even Jason and Alexis, they've been, you know, doing this for so long. 12 years? Mm-hmm. 12 yep. years? I mean... That's a long time in radio to be at any one station. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. It's an eternity. I mean, I've worked at, I think, 14 different radio stations. I worked at 11 stations in a period of five years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's just a high turnover kind of business. And is Uh, it you're trying to climb the the ladder and get to a bigger market, a bigger station? Well, there's some of that, Steve, but there's also stations are being bought out by their competition, and then then they're flipping the format, and then they fire all the existing employees, and they bring in their own people. So I've gone through that a number of times. And that's hard when you're far away from home. You know, that happened to me in Texas. Mm -hmm. Uh, It happened to me here. Well, and then very often, too, with how contracts are structured, uh, when that happens, you don't have an option to go across the street unless you sit out a period of time. Six months, usually. And and, uh, TV, it's a year. And so... It's that's a difficult thing because then you lose your job and now you got to lose your home. Like you have to you have to go somewhere else. You got to pick move up, out start. of state. Yeah. yeah. 
Because you can't be in a, you know, you can't go to an existing competitor. Unless you never signed that. Right. That's which, always which one time with me. Wow. And wow. That's great. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's just a really crazy business. The, the ups and downs. Wow. I so I so we're considered a large market. It's interesting because in different um for different awards, Minneapolis might be considered a major market like New York or LA, but he I guess we're considered a large market. Uh because there was a major market station of the year. Uh, and major market personality of the year and all that. And then, um, I don't know, what number are we, Dawn? Like 14? 14. 16? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's in- by population size. We're right. market number 14. Got it. I came from market number 136. Wow. Okay. How was that? <laughs> and went to market 14. That's a good jump. Still, you know what? The same blood, sweat, and tears, the same professionalism in market, believe it or not, honestly, yeah. it's just, you know, radio people were a different breed. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. this is my theory, too, on people who um, to ask you, like, you know, are you trying to are you trying to go to New York? I, I've had questions of people saying, are you trying to go to New York? Do you want to go to L.A.? What are you trying to do? Here's the deal. At the end of the day, after you update someone on your or your, your friends on Facebook, I know we're out of time, and you say, hey, I got a job in Chicago or New York or L.A. Cool. You got one of the top three markets after that. Guess what? You're in a room in front of a microphone, or you're in a studio in front of cameras. The work is all the same, and so you got to figure out, like, what's the point of the market chase? It's, I find it to be a, nice to find a place that you love and just grow there. And hope they don't kick you out. That's right. the main goal. <laughs> exactly. Have a contingency plan. Okay. Well, it is. Thank you to all of and our listeners, by Arthur. the way. Yes. And Blood, yes. sweat, and tears, for yes, sure. Totally. And, and if it weren't for the support of our listeners, this, yes. this could oh, not Lord. have happened. So thank you, thank you. We love you. This award is your award. Yes. Uh, when we come back, things that make you go, huh? Only one time in the history of Wheel of Fortune was this the answer. It happened in the year 2001. Is that a hint or is that a red herring? We will reveal when we come mm. back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071 everything entertainment producer Don McClain joins us today on this throwback Thursday. Don't forget coming up at 1130 today. It's throwback Thursday music trivia. Steve has decided to put a little uh, twist on things. It is the holiday music edition. Oh, and I don't care. I don't care if you say it's too soon. I don't care if you say wait for Thanksgiving. I don't care. I, I, We're doing I, it. I just don't want to be quizzed on Christmas music. Well, tough cookies there, friend. Well, fine. What do you think got us the Marconi <laughs> in the first place? <laughs> Not that. <laughs> okay, so in the history of Wheel of Fortune, this has been the answer... Only one time in the history of the show. Now, the time that this happened uh, was back in the year 2001. April 2nd, 2001. I say that date. Could be a hint. Could be a red herring getting you off the old beaten path. What was the year? The year, uh, it was specifically April 2nd, 2001. Okay, so it could have to do with April Fool's Day. Could. Or could not. Only one time. I'm going to say... The answer was supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Oh, I agree. Okay, that's a very <laughs> good guess. Because I don't want to think of my own. You are both incorrect, Donna okay. and Lazy Dawn. It is Wheel of Fortune. Oh, that's 
That's amazing. Only one time has that ever been the answer to a puzzle on Wheel of Fortune. It was Wheel of Fortune, April 2nd, 2001. Where were you April 2nd, 2001? Home. I guess I was, yeah, you were in New Jersey? No, I was here. Home, what does that mean? I was at my house. All right. Probably watching Wheel of Fortune. Same house or different house? Uh, 2001, a different house. I was living downtown. Oh. I was living in, I was living in the North Loop. You were a hipster back then. Yes, queer. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I know where you were living. Yes, I was living in Jason's building. Yeah. Oh, wow. And you were in Missouri? I was Don? in Dallas, Texas, working oh. in market number five. Hey, I take that back. Nice. I was not downtown. I was living in Eden Prairie. Oh, the downtown of the West Metro, they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got a lot of chain I things there. I was in Eden there. Prairie. I didn't get there until like 2005. Wow. And Dawn, we learned a little bit more about Dawn's journey. Yeah, I was market working. five, then down to market one forty something. <laughs> one thirty six. Then, then up to fourteen. Yes. Okay. Yes, yo, I got yo, paid Ma. the most in market one thirty six. Oh, brother. <laughs> ain't that something? It ain't always uh, the way it seems. That's for sure. <laughs> uh let's see here. Um, thanks for asking. I was in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, yes. Yeah, where were you staying? It's fine, guys. I was a, I was a little baby boo. Yeah, I was a little baby boo. I was, I was a junior in high school. Oh, my gosh. Oh. And there were 12 people in my class. He graduated in the top 15. Do- Donna, <laughs> top 10. How dare you? Uh, all right, let's see. we got another one here. The post office's unofficial motto about, you know, how, like, neither snow nor rain will stop the mail, actually comes from the Royal Mounted Couriers in ancient Persia around the year 440 B.C. They were that committed as well? In the B.C.'s? In the B.C.'s. Wow. 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 Yeah. How about this? Let's say I I hear Persia there, and I think of a desert. Here's a mind-blowing fact. Antarctica is the biggest desert on Earth. Even though there's no sand, that doesn't matter because the definition of a desert is a barren area where there's very little rain and poor living conditions for plants and for animals. And nothing takes the case there more than Antarctica. Remember when I used to think that uh, March of the Penguins was a really sweet movie about like committed union? And then I think it was Donna who was like, yeah, those dudes are just like hitting up these different penguins and yeah they're like philandering players gonna play and like and it's so it does not make sense they travel like a hundred miles that's what's beautiful and hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Some of them are, are it's, it's like uh, going out for the gold rush, you know, and some of them aren't making it. And- How about the fact that they come back and recognize their lady penguin, even though everyone's dressed in a tux. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Yeah. They would waddle over to their partner. Unless it was a total men in black, nobody remembers anything, and now just go find a hottie that you like. They all have eggs under them. But it seemed like, if Morgan Freeman is to be believed, yeah. that they knew how, how would they know? Smell. They all smell yeah. like trash, don't they? Yeah, penguins don't smell good. I well, they think. all have their certain... Oh, like pheromones? De... Yeah. Oh, the penguin. I'm out of cologne. They smell their butts. Just like dogs, man. Nothing wrong with that. When you look down at your phone, the amount of pressure on your spine is the equivalent of putting a 60-pound weight on your neck. What? So if you do that an hour a day... My gosh. It adds up and could cause some legitimate spinal problems down the line, and we are the first generation oh. to encounter this. Can you say that again? What is like having a 60 pound? When you look down at your phone, oh, right, right. It, oh. the amount of pressure on your spine. Oh. Stand up straight. Then. Equivalent of having a 60 pound weight. Yeah, hold your phone up in front of you. It's maybe what you should do. Okay, gosh. thanks, Steve. You got it, buddy. When I was on the plane just looking down at my book with the mask on, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I can't. I have to hold it up here. After a while, it's like, oh, yeah. I can't do this with my neck anymore. It's a thing. I, it's a real thing. really suck. You really have to have one of those pillows for support. And then people are like, oh, what are you reading? It's like, just stay over and there. Your lane, That's lane. why you have to have always ear earbuds in. <laughs> Even if they're nothing. not connected, they could be out of battery. doesn't matter. Keep them in. Oh, Quiet the conversation. A nice man. I know a record rep, a guy who had to travel with his artist. And he just could not stand this artist so much that he would put earbuds in, and there's nothing going on. The earbuds yeah. are just there. He just didn't want the guy to talk to him. I've done that <laughs> and before. And he had to travel with him all over the country. I've done it in the office in Twin <laughs> Cities Live, just because then I know, you know, I'm ADD. Somebody taps me on the shoulder. I'm gone for 30 minutes. I'm asking follow-up questions, so then I'll just put headphones in. Yeah. And whether I have music coming through or not, it just means like I need to concentrate. Yeah, I get but, it. Ladies and germs, we have a very, very big, announcement. big announcement yeah. to make yeah, after good. the break. The thing that none of us thought would ever return, certainly not me, is back. It may be better than ever. Oh. We will tell you really? how you can get involved right. in the Don and Steve experience mm. when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Into the car. Yeah. On the backseat in the Welcome back to the show, yo. Donna and Steve, my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. We are joined by Dawn McLean for all three hours again today. Thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Ooh, so, Steve and I um, reluctantly have an, have an announcement, and um, you are welcome to um, join us on this journey. Nobody thought this would happen because I all but buried this SOB behind the shed. But here she comes again. Ladies and gentlemen, we would like to announce the official return of the Donna and Steve read-along. Hashtag, it's, it's not, not a, a book, book club. club. Thank you. 
Thank you very, very much. Very pleased. Uh, we both picked up the Katie Couric book. We had been talking about it a couple weeks ago. As weeks went on, more excerpts came out. We thought, this might be an interesting book to read. So Donna got it yesterday, a couple days ago. I was at Target last night, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to grab the Katie Couric book. Couldn't find it. And then I saw the Will Smith book, and I was like, ooh, that's got a great cover. Should I get Will Smith? And then I thought, you know, I think Will Smith might be a bit much for me right now. Yeah. Just feel like it might be a, a, a lot. Yeah. And I thought, maybe I know, in the spring, maybe I go to the Will Smith book. Go around the corner and find Going There by Katie Couric. So I grabbed the book, sent it to Donna. If you want to read along with us, you can get the book. And uh, I send you a picture, Donna, of the book. Okay, I see. That's all the confusion setting in there. Um, just sent a picture like, "Hey, I'm in." We're, look what I just got. Yeah, how much did you pay for it, by the way? It was twenty one dollars, but it was thirty percent off. Oh. on top of that. So, what does that come down wow. to? Wow, it was thirty percent off. It just came out. So was the Will Smith book. A lot of new books. They, I think, it's just a Target 15? way of like buy the book here. Okay, I, uh, I think I paid eighteen for mine. Ooh. It's, it's the the price is thirty. Oh, that's exactly. pretty good. Yeah. Who's paying? Let's, oh, maybe maybe the 21 was the 30% off. I don't know, guys. Bling, bling, money ain't a thing. It's when it comes to the <laughs> read-along, we just don't care. And so uh, we're, we're inviting any my talker that wants to join us to pick up Katie Kirk's book, going there, you can get it delivered, we'll get it wherever you want. We're going to talk about what page we will go to by this Monday. In a moment, an argument will undoubtedly um, happen. But... Donna, tell me what you're loving about the book already, because I'm loving something about the book already. Let's see if it's the same thing. I think it might be. I like how super short the chapters are. I am a oh, big love fan. That. <laughs> big fan of that. That's actually, and, and I do like that. That was not the first thing that I fell in love with. Let me turn here in, uh, in my, uh, let's see here, in my book, chapter one, Moxie. Mm-hmm. And here we go. It says, the summer after I graduated from college, my skin turned orange. I was on the Scarsdale diet, a mm-hmm. high-protein fat melter that let you eat as many carrots as you wanted. The idea was to look as good as possible for my wet, hot American summer, a sticky, sandy final fling before finding a job, maybe even a career in TV news. By the end of the next page, guys, she's at ABC News. Yes, I know. And that's yes. what I like. God yeah. love everybody's upbringing. I like what you came from, and I think it's an important part of the story. But get to what I want to know first. And here's what she does, which is nice. If you appreciate the upbringing, she sprinkles it in. She sort of back teases it. She talks about what's happening at ABC News, Sam Donaldson coming up to her. And then she does a little thing about referencing back to her childhood and then right back to present day uh, as the story is chronologically unfolding. But I love that usually it's 60 Boom. or 70 pages. She's in D.C., ABC News. Yes. You know, also what I love is I, I'm sure people are going to be like, what? The relatability of the hustle. Mm-hmm. So yes. you really, if you want a job in broadcasting, you got to hustle. So my first job so my boyfriend was living in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh. So I wanted to move down there with him. And I really needed a job for mm-hmm. my parents to go, okay, you can go. Right. I needed to secure a job. So I went to visit him. He made me. And by made me, I'm saying if it weren't for Challenge him, you. I wouldn't. Yes. 
He's like, you got to get on the phone with Star 94. Call and get an informational interview right now. Do it. You can't waste time. You're only here for four days. Do it. And I'm like, I don't want to. That's weird. And I did it. And this guy, this program director, saw me, let me in. You just have to kind of find a... You got to squeeze your way in somehow. You've got to find something you have in common with that person. And that's what Katie Couric did. She talked about how her brothers played ball or something with the guy's kids. Yeah. And, and what, what Donna is referencing is like she goes to ABC News headquarters, goes to the security guy and says, I'm here to see big, big wig guy, big wig Jim, let's call him. And the guy says, do you have an appointment with big wig Jim? No, I don't. Uh, but I'm a, I'm a friend of his. Loosely abusing the term friend, you know, oh, and then she starts rattling off some connections. Sure enough, they uh, he says, here, you can call him, gives him the number. And then Big Wig Jim, she's like, here's how we know each other, blah, blah, blah. And surprisingly, he says, come on up. And then they talk. And then she says, I sent you a resume. And then he looks at the pile of resumes, puts, puts on hers top. on the top. You got to you got to hustle. And it's and it's scary. That takes so much courage. Moxie is the uh is the title you of that first Moxie. chapter. You got Moxie, kid. It reminds me if we're referencing back our own journeys and in this business, I think in particular, but probably any business, um they don't just invite you to red carpets if you have a desire to cover a red carpet. That's right. not how red carpets work. Right. The when I started a website that I did for two and a half years and never made a dime, the only way we ever got onto the first red carpet was a friend of mine who had interned at KTLA, a big station in LA, had a publicist email address from Universal Pictures. There was a movie coming out with Matthew McConaughey called We Are Marshall. And he said, Do you think we should try to cover this? And I said, I'll email the publicist. We'll just see. And we said, Hey, we're we're brand new. We're about to launch a website, and we would love to cover your premiere. And I still don't know why. Just like Katie Kirk still doesn't know why she got invited up, they invited us to that red carpet. And then we just snowballed that. We took the video that we did for that red carpet, found another publicist email, and said, hey, we are Hollywood Press TV, and uh, we just covered this premiere. We'd love to cover your premiere. And it snowballed from there. But you got they weren't going to come to my door. Katie Kirk wasn't going to get called by ABC News. You weren't going to have Star 94 say, we caught wind of you being in town and we'd love to talk. Right. You got to hustle. You got to be not unafraid of getting a no. And it sounds like Katie Kirk uh, has a an unafraid bone in her body that is just like the strongest bone she's got. Like, I'll try it. We'll see. Yeah, but see you happens. also have to be good. Oh, yeah, They're you not just going to give you the job or the opportunity if they don't think there's potential there. But, you know, I maintain there are a lot of really talented people in a lot of fields broadcasting in particular because it's kind of a feast or famine industry Mm -hmm. there are a lot of very talented people who are on the sidelines and sometimes it's because they didn't have the moxie to just give it a shot they feared the no too much and then that ruined an opportunity and other times it could be we're also very fortunate to be to have the opportunity available Mm -hmm. at the same time and then have a skill set that you know there's a there's an element of uh, of luck or your blast or whatever you want to say just that's trying to help out there. B. Arthur right now. Yes, yeah, good job, good job. We don't have but, any positions available. No, none available. And Please don't. require a certain amount of experience. Well, that's and right. that's the thing. Like Once you get your foot in the door, now you can, mm, like you said, take it. snowballing. Now you've got the experience. You, you know, know, and the longer you do it, the more experience that people see you having, and the better your chances. That Robert Kiyosaki old school book that I'm listening to on tape right now, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, He right now is talking all about sales, how nobody wants to learn sales and how he says that that is what sets 
successful people apart from unsuccessful people, your ability to sell you. And if you don't want to learn sales, you don't want a career in sales, fine, but learn sales techniques is what he challenges you to do. Because at some point, you got to sell you to somebody who might be able to pay you or give you an opportunity. Correct. Um, And nobody wants to do it. Everybody's afraid of doing sales. God love our sales reps, right? It's a Uh, scary profession for a lot of people, but you got to be willing. You got to be willing. Hated sales? Yeah, I wouldn't (laughs) like it either. I would love it. I did radio radio sales for a while. It's hard. At the same time. Oh, I believe it's not easy. Oh, my gosh, John. That's crazy. That's Mm -hmm. That's like... You know, small markets wear many hats. It's like, come on, you're going to do sales from, uh, you know, <laughs> noon to five. You're going to do the morning show. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's right. crazy. We can't beat around the bush anymore. You're going to read decision to a chapter? What page oh. are you up to? I'm up to like 26. Here we go. You guys have to decide how many pages you're reading. And we have to. Oh God, this At is a why time. I, I already have PTSD right now. There's no win. All right. So listen, the whole book is... 500 pages yeah, roughly 495 yep so and it reads quick and the chapters there's a bunch of half pages that have no print on them she stops a paragraph then the next page is like the the chapter beginning mm-hmm. i think we need to get to today's thursday what if we got to page 150 by monday mm. okay and then we'll reassess that length, figure out, are we blowing through this book and we're so voracious we need more? Okay. Or do we need to slow it down? All right. Don, Don you want in? Save, save the audio. I'm so sorry. I'm going to go ahead and pass on this one. Is it because of I how destructive the last one was? For because she's got to edit some ghost stuff. I have a lot backed up, yes, and I'm taking on a, more responsibilities with that. So Okay. All right. Okay. Anybody who wants to join, anybody is welcome. Again, not a book club. Please, nobody tell Lojay about this. This is a simple read along. Very different from a book club. Right, because you're not giving it a grade, are you? Is that what makes something a book club? Anyway, we just need to do one. We're not legally. interviewing Katie Couric. You know, we're not doing no. author interviews or anything like that. <laughs> legally, as long as one part of it is different, it's it's not the same, and they can't sue us despite this, her threats. That's right. And in this case, we're reading it for the gossip. Yeah. You know, it's it's what we do. Celebrities. <laughs> right? That's what we do. That's what we do. Uh, oh, we're out of time. we don't have time. All right, you know oh. what? I've you got the, the trailer for the Oprah Adele interview special, One Night Only. Um, let's get to that when we come back. Then let's talk about how much money the Packers are going to have to pay out and why. And uh, who destroyed a very valuable piece of art? What celebrity? Steve will tell you that, too, coming up next on My Talk. Hey, good morning. It's us. Donna and Steve on My Talk, 1071, Everything Entertainment. Ooh, before we get to, if you see something, say something. Let's uh, talk about this trailer for um, Oprah's interview with Adele. This looks like it's going to be really fun. Um, this is going to happen on, what's the date? November 19th. So it's next Friday. Oh, okay. What channel? Oh, wait. The two-hour show airs here. Uh, I'll tell you in a sec. November 14th. Yeah, this uh, Sunday. Uh, yes. Oh, that feels like that's a better there you day. And then our album comes out On next the 19th. Yeah. That's right. Yay. So she's going to do live performances, a sit-down interview with Oprah from her Rose Garden, and uh, we've got, uh, you know, a little preview of it 
right now. Nobody's more compelling with truth than Adele. It will look really, like, elegant, and then I'll tell, like, a load of filthy jokes and, like, stand up. So it'll be real, like, sort of whiplash for him. I'm going to do some old ones for you. I'm going to do some new ones for you. It's going to be a very special night. Join me when I interview the one and only Adele. I invite you to join me for one night only. I think it's going to be really good. That's oh, fun. She's Great. so cute. There's she like is. celebrities in the audience too where she's doing the performances. Did we see Lizzo? I didn't notice. It's a Lizzo or a Lizzo lookalike. There, there probably are. Aren't no, there? yeah, no, friends? that's for sure. That's Gabrielle Union, uh, Dwayne Wade, oh, wow. Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Her peeps. That's yeah, fun. I'm totally excited for this. She's just such an interesting person, you know, like you just want to know more about her. Oh, what a cool venue, too. When she does these, so she'll do Q&A with Oprah, and then it'll go back to uh, her performing on stage. The performance happens at the Griffith Observatory, a very famous landmark in Los Angeles, which overlooks the Hollywood Hills and the Hollywood It's like oh, gorgeous. Pretty. Yeah, that's cool. All right. We'll get something to talk about next week. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. The Packers have been fined $300,000 over COVID-19 protocols. Did you hear about that? That's such a small amount. They don't care. You're right. It's like three bucks. Oh, yeah. That would be like me getting fined. Yeah, exactly. Like 30 cents. We're going to need 30 cents, please, from you, sir. Mm, they were So this is for violations of the NFL and its Players Association. Um, let's see. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and who's the other guy? Lazard? Oh, Alan La- yeah. Lazard? Uh, Lazard. Lazard. <laughs> You know, either you way. Know, yeah, so it is. I mean, tomato, at it. it's L A Z A R D. I mean, coming uh, in cold. They were only fined $14,650. Yeah, they hold the organizations to a higher standard to enforce these rules. Right, Oops. right, right. 300000 Oh, yeah, I'm sure the Packers are just distraught over that. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Will we make our end of year numbers? I'm sorry. It's a fake news story. Yeah. It's like big deal. It should make people mad that they were only fined three hundred thousand dollars. Three hundred K is yeah, not not a lot. Now so if it's an individual that, player, that's right. that's a lot of money. Now, does Aaron Rodgers does he have to sit out? Is he suspended? No, he won't be suspended. Um he he had to sit out last week because he was just in COVID protocol. Because he had COVID. Um but no, he does not, because as I understand it, I don't, I don't know. There's a lot that I don't know about that story, but I don't think that he like checked a box that said I am vaccinated. He did the air quotes and said I'm immunized, talking about his own form of treatment that he says his own team of doctors suggested he do, considering his uh, allergies to two of the vaccines Mm. so i don't think they'd have a hard time doing that the players union would stand up and be like hang on a second if that happened i don't i don't the nfl was weird because there was a point in time where 
during training camp, if I recall, there were a lot of Vikings players. We were like the most unvaxxed team in the NFL at one oh, point really? during training camp, if I recall this correctly. So I don't think it's necessarily the case that everyone... I don't know that there's an NFL mandate that you have to be vaccinated. In fact, I don't think that there is. You just have to test negative? Yes, it's a series of tests and stuff that you do if that's not the case. But I don't think, like the NBA, the NBA, in fact, doesn't even have that per se. Like Kyrie Irving, who plays for the Brooklyn Nets, big star, one of the best players in the league who hasn't played this year. Um, He is not vaccinated. It's not an NBA thing that isn't allowing him to play. It's a Brooklyn thing. Oh, that that's sure. the rule for the for that venue. Well, New York in general, I believe, um, has a lot of those rules. Yeah, so that that's not going to change. Like the NBA won't be able to supersede whatever the local municipality happens to say. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. What do you uh, got? What did you see? I saw something much less controversial. Or is it really Christopher Walken? I'm walking here. (laughs) Destroyed a -a one-of-a-kind, real Banksy piece of art worth $10 million. Destroyed. This was on the Bristol set of a BBC One show called The Outlaws. This is a... uh, So Banksy... It's kind of crazy how this all came together. And Banksy, as you might figure, man of mystery, but he's in on it. So Banksy is a big fan of Christopher Walken. Oh, okay. He also appreciated, but still, it's not as on the nose as you would think. He also appreciated that the writer of that show that Walken is in, um, that the writer's name Stephen Merchant. You may have heard of him. Oh, yeah. He is a fellow Bristolian, which is where Banksy is from as well. So apparently, Banksy was pumped not only that Walken was in the show, but that the show was showcasing Banksy's home city. So according to The Sun, a TV insider then said that the creative team came up with the dream scenario and they got in touch with Banksy's representatives in the faint hope that he might help them. Well, guess what? Then they discovered shortly afterwards that Banksy, unbeknownst to them, had actually been to the location where they were filming and left something behind. They couldn't believe their luck, the insider says. He had painted a giant rat using his hallmark stenciling technique, (laughs) as well as his distinctive Banksy signature with, you know, uh, spray paint dripping down and all of that. Oh. So he had planted that for them before they they didn't even know. They didn't even know. awesome. And the rat is standing on a painted spray can. Yep. So it's a picture of a spray can. Yep. Two spray can. That's really cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah, uh, I love we have it. it linked up. You can, if you want to see it, it's up on the Don and Steve Show Links page. They say his only stipulation was that they really did paint over it, and it needed to be Christopher Walken holding the roller. That's hilarious. So now there's a scene in the show that just aired last week. If you were in London or you somehow watched BBC One shows, of him with a paint roller rolling right over a Banksy, just like it's any other graffiti cleaning up the streets. That's cool. Cool, of course it's cool. Thank you. Well, it really is. Wait a second. Did you just say thank you after my story? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Donna. Woo. This has to stop. Let's dance. I almost told Don to take <laughs> off, but hang around. No, I want to stay. I You're get to stay. Yeah. two hours. Hey, CMA Awards were on last night. There is a, a couple of cool moments. Uh, we'll, we'll get to some of those, and we'll tell you who the big winners were when we come right back on My Talk 1071. 
This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 